You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in as we begin a new week here on the Ken Miller Show. It's Trent Connor and myself as we talk sports with you for the next couple of hours. A football-heavy day, maybe a little tiny wee bit of baseball sprinkled in. Uh, we shall see. It remains to be seen. Lots to get to, obviously. We'll uh, spend a lot of time in the first half hour of the program doing Iowa and Iowa State as we take a look back to Cyhawk, where Iowa's starting to... Uh, regained their dominance in this series, perhaps. It certainly has gone their way more often than not in the last decade. They've now won four straight. We will take a look back at that. We'll do the NFL from yesterday. Coming up on the program, our only guest in the first after uh, first hour uh, is the Athletics' Scott Dockerman. Uh, we'll get his perspective on Cyhawk in the 1 o'clock hour. Dylan Montz will be here. He covers Iowa State, I'm assuming. Uh, he listened into Matt Campbell's teleconference today as the press conference is tomorrow. Good news on Kyle Kemp, apparently. Injury not as bad as was originally thought it may be. Not sure what that means pursuant to Saturday when they play Oklahoma, host Oklahoma at 11 o'clock on ABC. So Dylan Mont's about 110. We'll go around college football at 125 with uh, Bama Bob and Nick, Nick Athen uh, from Chiefs Blitz. A new website that's uh, starting uh, by the end of the week. If you're a Chiefs fan, of course, the Chiefs play here home and away all season long. Well, my partner was on his way to an epic weekend <laughs> as his Hawks beat the Cyclones and his Bears were up 20 to zip. Oh, he was feeling good. I guess you were feeling good. You were tweeting like you were <laughs> feeling good. And then Aaron Rodgers and sports happened. Look, as a guy who doesn't root for either team, mm-hmm. I was entertained as hell last night watching that remarkable comeback. These two teams are um, tremendous rivals. You had to feel pretty good about the way your team was finally getting off the mat after seemingly being down for so long. And then Aaron Rodgers happened. Um, did you see it coming? Did you? At what point did you think, oh, my God, he's going to get us again? Uh, as soon as he walked out of the field for the second half. Honestly, that yeah, early? I, yeah. I mean, it's just... It felt inevitable. Really? And, and it is the they second dominated half. in the first half. Yeah. It was the Khalil Mack show. My God, John Gruden, please. Yes. Trading that away. I know, Trent. It's Aaron Rodgers, though. I know. I've seen this for a dozen years. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable. And he's, I mean, the quarterback somehow was able to get the offensive line to drink from the fountain of youth or whatever the hell they did at half. That was a different bunch of guys wearing those uniforms. And Brian Balaga, who was not having the best first half. But look at Khalil Mack does that to every right tackle that he plays. Mm -hmm. He is that dominant in the game. And if you're a Bears fan, the takeaway, I I guess if you're looking for a silver lining on what otherwise was a – just a gut-wrenching night, I'm assuming. Is frustrating. Frustrating. That yeah. Number 52 is not going anywhere for a while other than into the backfield and is going to wreak havoc. But, um, boy, what a football game that was. What a great way to end the weekend. But let's go back to the uh, to the main course, which is Cyhawk. Um, you were there. Mm-hmm. Was it g- – give me give me a sense of the atmosphere. Was it loud? Was it – there seemed to be a lot of red in the stands, I'll be honest with you. Not as much as usual. Really? Yeah. See, the camera angle, maybe just some of the camera angles. Yeah. Um, 
appeared to be a lot of red in the stands. Well, it's a cardinal, and, I guess. And, and they've moved around the visitor section. Now, of course, anybody can buy a ticket anywhere mm-hmm. with StubHub and everything else throughout, you know, that you can do online. But they've moved the sections kind of around. They separated. It used to be one big section in 109. Our section down below us would be the visitors. And, and that has moved. And now they put them up in corners and the band. I never heard the band for Iowa State. Is that right? They were up in the same side that I am, but the opposite corner and the, way up there. I didn't know they were there until somebody mentioned it by half. Time. So they moved them from where they had been in previous years. Yes. Brilliant. Yes, the, because <laughs> way back in the day before the renovations, they would be in the north end zone. Uh-huh. They'd be right behind the goalposts. I would band on one side, yep. the visitor van on the other. Well, you're not going to give them those new seats, of course. Hell no. Well, let's put them up in the corner. And couldn't hear him from up there from where we were. So does the north end zone make it seem louder acoustic-wise? Is it? It's loud. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. it it's louder mm-hmm. in there. And this wasn't a game where it's top of your lungs all game long, big plays, things like that. Mm-hmm. It didn't have itself. The fourth quarter, though, when the defensive line could pin their ears back and the IOWA chant around the stadium yeah. for... Minutes upon minutes upon minutes. Everybody, you know, I, I read a lot. I've read a lot about that on Twitter and then on message boards that that might have been an, uh, an all timer. Yes, yeah. In terms of length, uh-huh. how long it was. Uh, good work out of the students. They they were Is that who up was for it. behind I, it. I saw some uh, pictures, and I can't remember. I think it might have been Tom Caker's buddy that does pictures for him, and it was some Iowa State students sitting in the st- student section, but all the Iowa fans eye and have their hands up. And then the uh, just arms, their, were arms were crossed. <laughs> it was really, really good. Well, the game itself, Trent, I know a lot of people are uh, poo-pooing the football game. I, I, I can put up with defense. Football's yes. football. Some of it's better than others. So it's like pizza. Some of them like plain cheese. Some of them want something on it, right? So mm-hmm. um, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was terrific. I really did. I enjoyed it. I was wrong about Iowa State. I was wrong about Kyle Kemp. My take on Kyle Kemp is he's net was – you know, he's never had this opportunity where he's got the whole offseason to know that it's his gig. If there is another level there, you would think that this is going to be brought out. And I don't know if it was his his performance as far as not going down the field was all predicated on not having time because the Iowa State offensive line is as bad as it's ever been. And yes. we were sold a bill of goods time and time again. In fact, and I found this. Let me read this sentence in Chad Leistico's column from yesterday. All right. All right. Uh, and this was this is right on the front page. It was a gem pitch by defensive coordinator Phil Parker against a future NFL running back in David Montgomery, a future NFL re- uh, receiver in Hakeem Butler, and a Cyclone program, Dash, if you believe what you read, Dash, <laughs> is in better position than it's ever been. Now, who would he be taking, who would he be referring to? Petey. Re- Petey. Yes. Birchie. Yes. <laughs> Taking shots. Taking shots. fired. Now, that's how I took it. Maybe I'm trying to read into it and stir a little bit of you-know-what up at the Des Moines Register. But, look, the offensive line, offensive lines across the Big Ten are going to struggle with what's coming with Iowa this year. So, help me out here because didn't have cell coverage, so. Oh, you didn't? No, no. I mean, that goes without saying it at Kinnick. That's just the way it is. (laughs) If uh, did you know beforehand that Julian Good Jones was starting at center? Yeah, well, I knew just because of Twitter, because yeah. of Dylan and Birchie, and, they, they had tweeted okay. right that he was taking. Yes, that he was. Um, yeah, he was snapping the football in pregame. Sure, right. So, beca- so the freshman was not going to play. At least that's what 
I mean, I don't think he did play well, and, at and, all. And to Chad's point, Colin Newell, you're talking being sold a bill of goods. Mm-hmm. I mean, this goes back to spring. He's ready right now. He's good to go. He's going to make all the calls. Why do you go through that song and dance, and then when you hit the game, oh, just kidding. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to go with the guy that's experienced inside. We're going to go out there. We'll put Foster at left tackle. It just and that was a mistake. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. Foster was Foster was abused. It was it was bad for him on Saturday. It was worse for him yesterday when Look he had to again. sit in the room and watch the tape back. But that's their best is is good Jones, and that's another thing you wonder: was good Jones moved out to left tackle because that's our best offensive lineman and we think he can play out there in space? I should have left him out there because Foster Foster was rough. Would. Good Jones and Epinesa's going to do that. No, I don't yeah. think so, Trent. Yeah. Epinesa's going to do this. You know who I refer to him as, right? You know, when I, I'm saying he's there yet, but this is who he reminds me of. A couple of years into Tennessee, a couple of years into Iowa, this guy's in the Hall of Fame. I'm not going crazy, but he reminds me of Reggie White. Yeah. He does. Yes. Even the way he, his stance, his size, there's a lot of similarities. Tap the brakes, Ken. Yeah. Not saying, I know I used them in the same sentence, and I apologize. The kid's special. Because you've also said Nate Stanley's Ben Roethlisberger. Size-wise, no. He's, Nate Stanley's off to a terrible start. He's been bad. Ter- terrible. He's For, been bad. By his standards yes. that he set last year, mm-hmm. another step in his next season as the starter. Eesh. It has not been good. No, he, it hasn't, uh, Trent, for a lot of areas. And I, I know a lot of people Now, the pointed, exception of the, of the Brandon Smith pass, yes. which was dropped in a bucket. And, and made the line call, changed into that mm-hmm. play, got single coverage. And did it seem like Brandon Smith almost breathed? A sigh of relief when Excellent point. What will that do to him yes. going forward, right? I mean, when I went back and watched it, and that happened right in front of us, and it was just like kind of pumped up. You know, it was just, ah, I, okay, I got my catch. Now I can go. Mm-hmm. It, it really had that feeling. Amir Smith-Marset will see about that injury. Mm-hmm. But a Smith, yeah, because he landed on his shoulder, yep, didn't he? Smith keeps coming on. We mm-hmm. know Amir Smith-Marset's the fastest guy that they have, and those tight ends. Mm. Special, could, both of them. Now you just need Nate Stanley to play like the guy we saw in parts of last year. Mm-hmm. Iowa State, Ohio State, good. Northwestern, Michigan State, Wisconsin, bad. You know an area of Iowa uh, that's maybe not getting the credit they deserve uh, because the defensive line is so good. Linebackers were terrific. Yes. Jamon uh, Colbert, I mean, where did that come from? He was all over the field, Trent. Yeah, and and that was a guy that was talked about in August and – you know, they might do some shuffling. Maybe it'll be Neiman going inside, and then they're talking Barrington Wade outside. But think of how good Christian Welch played the week I, before. I, I totally agree with you. And you're building depth. And mm-hmm. now we know the depth of the defensive line. And now it looks like they're building depth at mm-hmm. linebacker. They are. And you know what? If something happens to Hockaday, Amadi Jones is going to be better when he goes back in there. I don't think you're going to see the same mistakes he saw against Northern Illinois. How about those cornerbacks? They tackled... Oja Moody had his best game, well, certainly better than anything last year. Yes. He was really good yesterday, or Saturday. Hankins. Fit, yeah, the play at the goal line was the yes. one I'll remember when it was the, uh, oh, the, the Sean Brucker, I think it was, yeah, that yeah. looked like he was going to score, knocked him out of bounds at the two. Here's my take on this whole thing with Mueller. Remember he, he, he false started? Yes. Trent, you know what? I see it completely different than everybody else's. Well, if he doesn't false start, Cyclones are on the board. Touch. No, they wouldn't have scored there. They would not have scored. You know what he prevented by that? He prevented the shutout. Going forward on fourth and one. Going fourth on fourth and one. Yep. You saw the game. Yes. Are they going to score? Eh. Outside of that drive, 
And, and for people trying to point, well, you know, they were a little rusty. They weren't rusty. Their first possession was by far their best Bing, possession bang, of the boom, game. right down the field, absolutely. And then just went in the take. And, and you know what did Matt Campbell did? I think Matt Campbell fell in love with his running back's Heisman chances because yeah. he just refused to go away with this. Come hell or high water, I'm going to get David Montgomery loose and kept going back to the well time and time and time again. Trenty had 16 yards in the final 45 minutes of football. 16 yards of his 44 came in the final three quarters. This defense for Iowa special. I, I was dead wrong. They're, they're, the media that covered them that I thought, you know, tap, come on, somebody's got to think they're not going to be 8-4. and four. How about Golston with the pickup yes, of the fumble? I know. He was all over the place again. Reef was in there only one snap. I mean, you, you know you have that in the tank. Lattimore mm-hmm. played, I think, 15, something like that. The depth that they have, linebackers, those quarterbacks that I mentioned, they're both big, too. 6-1. Has Iowa played two six-one quarterbacks that tackle like that? How tall was Maven? Maven was tall, yeah. but he wasn't this physical. Right. These and guys then, are And then Desmond physical. King on the other side is not six foot. No, no. No, I get your point. Yeah. Hooker, we both are yeah. big, big believers Runs in Runs to the football. And Jake Gervas, he was in the mix. Mm-hmm. This defense can be special. The offense. Work in progress. The work in progress. Yep. Got two really gifted tight ends. Mm-hmm. Does Smith take the next step now that he's got that, if you want to call it that, that monkey off of his yep. back? Um, but um, look, here's, here's let's, from an Iowa State perspective, mm-hmm. field possession did not go their way. Mm. I mean, Corey Dunn was atrocious, just mm. atrocious. I mean, a 14 and a 13 yard, yard punt, if that's what they were, 15 or 16, those two. You're, it's going to be in a low-scoring football game. Field position is so critical. Who knows what would have happened if he would have got if he would have punted like everybody would have said that he's, you know, because he arrived with some accolades yes. out of junior college. I don't even remember bringing up Corey Dunn in the month of August, did we? No, we talked about the place-kicking battle, but you know, we were sold to bill of goods on the offensive line and the punter's in good shape. Well, the punter's not in good shape, and the offensive line certainly isn't either. No, they're terrible. And now terrible. you have Oklahoma coming to town. Yeah, I know. Awful, off a. Uh, um, a year ago, yeah, right. What happened uh, in Norman a year ago? So, if you believe in revenge spots, this is a pretty seventeen big and a spot. half is the number. Here's the bright spots for Iowa State, and there are, and there are some. I'm not killing Iowa State here. Ray Lima, Ray Lima is legit. Ray Lima is a pro, and Ray Lima will be a pro this time next year. Ray Lima is in the NFL, no yeah. question about it. Um, Mike Rose, how He's good a, is this kid? There's a future star, a star. This is a true. Freshman, that was going to Ball State. That was going to Ball State, uh, and is playing middle linebacker. Maybe Notre Dame gets beat by Ball State if he's out there. It's amazing, Trent. He was so good. He was all over the field. He tackles uh, through you. Yes, and not a. I didn't see him out of position once. Nope. Now I don't. You know, we don't have the coach's look. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, oh boy, what a player they have in him. What a player they have in him. You know, what else I like, and I mentioned this in the first, the one series we saw. Um, in the um, in the post against the Jack Rabbits, I like Eisworth. I do too. Yeah. I, he's he's, he's quick fast. to the football, yep. very quick. Yep. I thought that they've got a good one in him. Tariq Milton saw the field. Matt Leo saw his first action as a collegiate football mm-hmm. player. You know who was um, pulled a disappearing act, or maybe was taken out of the game? Jaquan Bailey. I don't know if that's Alaric Jackson because he's on that side of the ball right. of the line most of the time. I don't remember Jaquan Bailey's name being called at all. No, you're right. 
Jamal Johnson was in there a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, a couple but, of times. But yeah. Uwaza Ruke was in there a he couple was, of yep, times. Ray yep. Lima's all I mean, Ray Lima's Ray Lima. He can and with Lima and, and that's another incredible thing and shows you the flexibility that he's gonna be able to play with. Mm-hmm. He can be he can play a three technique, he can be a four down defensive tackle. He can play both those positions, he plays them effectively and allows Iowa State to do so much defensively because of him. But you're right, Bailey. I didn't even think of that. You you said that to me right as it came in. Didn't hear his name once. Mm-mm. Didn't see him when I went back and watched the replay. Nothing. No Jaquan Bailey. And nope. It's the kind of guy they need. They need as stout as they can be in the middle, and now with Rose behind it, need somebody off the edge to be, make some plays. Yeah. And Bailey was nowhere to be found. Uh, Spears, um, you know, unfortunately for Spears, the, the play that sticks out to me with him is Tristan Wirfs taking him for a walk down the field. <laughs> Had the ball in his hands, could have had an interception. Could have, yep. Could have had that. But but worth did you see? I mean, he he yes. pushed him ten yards down the field. That's going to be that was a tough one for him to watch. I'm assuming as well. Worth still has some work to do. He uh, there are times that a little out of position, mm-hmm. but just the elite athleticism with that size. You're right. A play like that where he just takes Spears out there and. Pancakes, and mm-hmm. it's game over. So let's overreact. What do we What do we now think we know about Iowa and Iowa State? Let's start with Iowa State, who is, we just talked about. Oklahoma pays a visit this week. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen with the makeup game, uh, or if they're going to make it up, if they're not going to make it up, who's going to come and play them. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think you know now about Iowa State? Obviously, the offense is nowhere near as good as, it's, as we thought it had a potential to be. Look, this is still a stout defense. Uh, this defense is legit. Yes. For, uh, this is a really good Big 12 defense, in my opinion, with a couple of pros on there. Um, but offensively, Trent, this offensive line is, is once again going to, I think, um, not let this team perhaps get to where they could with the talent on the field that they have. Not knowing if they're getting a 12th game, is it overreaction that this isn't going to be a bowl team? Well, here's what it is. Because they have to be 6-5. and five. Mm-hmm. And I know Oklahoma is is really good. And West Virginia, whether they their defense is better than advertised, I think. Um, Texas is not good yet. Oklahoma State is... No, I can't go there yet. Okay. I still think that they can find six wins. I mean, look, obviously they got to beat Akron next week. No doubt. TCU, I watched them play SMU on Friday night. The game was delayed. I don't know if that went into it. I came away thinking, eh, TCU, eh. Got some guys on defense. I wasn't I wasn't blown away by TCU. I didn't think I was looking at the second-best team in the Big 12 okay. on Friday night. Uh, Oklahoma State's going to be good. They are good. Yeah. Um, Texas Tech is going to score a boatload of points. I think Kansas finally won a road game. I'm not saying they're going to be at Iowa State because of that. Baylor, hmm. yeah. K State. Look, I don't think K State's very good. I don't think so either. Mississippi, have, Mississippi State gave it, took it to them. They have two quarterbacks. And they don't have a quarterback, well. right? Yeah, they don't have a quarterback. You take two guys to Big Twelve media days, thinking, oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, because they can't figure out one. I, I think that uh, that the Big Twelve is the conference so, is down this, with the exception of Oklahoma. Yeah. I think who's yeah. just going to just run roughshod through that conference. I, I don't know who's going to test them. I haven't seen a team that's going to test them yet. Uh, so that's why I'll, I I won't go as far as to say that Iowa State won't go to a bowl game. But with the punting concerns, mm-hmm. with the 
Is yeah. it as simple as just th- quit the, quit the rugby style kicks? Because when he stayed, well, he, the the first one after the rugby one that he also he didn't hit that one very well either. But then afterwards, yeah, that was like thirty eight yards, yeah. I think. Right. But then he settled in afterwards and he got mm-hmm. a couple of good ones off. Probably simplify things for a Field guy. Field position battle was so critical in that game. But if you're Iowa State, them. you won those tight games last year. And now excellent point. you're losing field position and punting. Mm-hmm. Asali snuck in that one. By an goal, inch. Got it barely in there, and we're talking about a young guy there. Mm-hmm. You go from a lot more consistency in that game. We haven't seen anything in the return game. You don't have Trevor Ryan busting big plays. No, I, I want to think Nwangu can do that. Certainly in the kick return game. We've seen that Right, the but they never gave him an opportunity yeah. to do so. Um, all right, so what do we know about Iowa that we maybe didn't know or didn't wasn't sure of? Well, now it comes down to two weeks from Saturday, or mm-hmm. a week from Saturday. Uh, Fox, 7.30. They'll be playing in Indianapolis. They win that game. Uh-huh. And if they lose it, they'll have a nice year. Uh-huh. They'll probably win eight or nine eight games. Eight or nine games, yep. But that'll be about it. Mm-hmm. So can't I, get to Indianapolis. It's a one-game season. Wisconsin. It's a one-game season for Iowa. How important uh, is it to? I mean, I don't know what they can do against Northern Iowa this week. That, that I don't know if there's some pages we haven't got to. Yeah. But we need to see Iowa's offense take a step forward. And I and I'm look Nate Stanley. I'm looking at you. Yes. It's time to take that step, and it's time to. We saw a lot of stick routes out of the wide receiver or out of the tight ends. All right, let's get those seam routes going. Let's mm-hmm. stretch it out a little mm-hmm. bit. In a game, the, the the style of game that was being played and as tight it was really dictated what they had to do. But Ivory Kelly Martin, we know, has speed. Mm-hmm. You know, Makai Sargent's okay. He's got some shake to him. A little bit. I like Torn Young a lot more. Mm-hmm, I would have I liked to see that be more 80-20, just those two backs, as opposed to what probably is more 60-40, I think, in terms of snap with, with uh, Torn Young and... and and Sergeant, so that's maybe just me personally in the style of game that was also being played. It was just a physical game and falling forward and getting six. And did Iowa three. State wear down? Mm-mm. Fourth quarter, roar down, ran out of gas. Yeah, I mean you can. I think that's where the the lack of a game in the first. I'm not. I'm not saying it makes a difference in the football game. Yeah. I was going to win the football game. Iowa State doesn't have an offensive line. Whether they're tired or whether they're fresh, they don't have an offensive line. Uh, but I thought they wore down the defense in the in the fourth quarter a little bit. And backed up, just you're playing that kind of game and the pressure keeps coming and you're on the road and you could feel the momentum in the stadium mm-hmm. and it just kind of, it snowballed very quickly yep. on them. I don't know if it was an endurance problem. I think it was just more kind of a dictated style. And then you're down two scores and... AJ Epinesa, go ahead, kid. Yeah, pin, pin your, your ears, ears back. back. Go get him. <laughs> and he did. My God, Sean Foster. Ooh. Yes, that was. Uh, he had a tough day yesterday watching that. As much as it hurt to play in that game, I'm assuming uh, it stung just as much trying to watch it back with your teammates. Matt Nelson coming up the middle. Glad you brought that up. You know what? That's a penalty in the NFL. Sadly, yeah, yeah. Sadly, I the same thing. that's yep. a penalty in the NFL. We saw it called a couple of times yesterday. I didn't think Kemp was getting up. No, he was. I mean, crunched. he took, and that was Julian Good Jones. He beat it was. That's another thing. Good Jones out at left tackle. Is it much better out there? I don't not, think so. Not against Epinesa. No. He's a star. Yes, he's, he's a, a star. star. No question. Anthony Nelson has been kind of moving I'm sure to the he's probably seat. getting a little extra attention, Anthony yeah. Nelson, just mm-hmm. because it's predicated on the year he had last year. Iowa State's receiver struggled to catch the football. Yeah, yeah. Notice, I mean, Hakeem Butler had a couple of drops uh, in the game. 
on um, on Saturday as well. Well, it's a it's a Hawkeye State again, football wise. Are they taking control in this thing, Trent? Again, four in a row, seven of ten, eight of eleven. I think it's concerning. If you're an Iowa State fan, it's, I think it's it should be. If it's not concerning, the way that it's starting to tilt here mm-hmm. and Matt Campbell's teams haven't scored a touchdown in Kinnick. It's been a while. Yeah, Matt <laughs> Campbell's team has not scored a touchdown in Kinnick, have they? So you have that. Yeah, I I would be certainly concerned about. Looks like Kirk Ferentz. He, he's he's figured out exactly the motions. This second week of the season, mm-hmm. how to get the guys properly. A little emotional motivated. after the game, by the way. The yes. cameras picked him up on the sidelines when it was apparent that they were going to win and going to get his ice cream and going to get his ice cream. <laughs> yeah, you know, going back to Mueller, I, I look at it differently. If he doesn't jump, I think Iowa State gets shut out. There's a silver lining there. Honestly, yeah, fourth and one. Um, the way that they were playing and continued to play defense, we'll never know. But as we know, 13-3. to 3. Hey, we both had the under, so we, we were did. right there, right? We did. Neither one of us thought a lot of points were going to be scored in this game. Now we both had it into the upper 30s. Right. Uh, didn't get out of the teens, as, as we know. We'll come back. We'll talk to Scott Dockerman. He's from The Athletic. The 1 o'clock hour, uh, Dylan Montz on Iowa State. What is the latest with Kyle Kemp? Did you, a uh, real quick hit on Zeb Nolan. Um, obviously, real tough circumstances yeah. to be thrown into the game. I like the way he chucks it around. I do. I'm I'm right there with you. I we have this conversation one slow probably Wednesday in the summer. <laughs> the upside is Zeb Nolan. Every Wednesday slow in the summer, Trent. <laughs> it is. It really <laughs> Folks that are just joining us for football season, it, it gets slow during June. But I think I brought that up to you one day. Just the upside of Nolan is immense. And you had your your theory about mm-hmm. I was wrong. Kemp, Kemp being the guy. Mm-hmm. He has certainly more arm talent. He's accurate, Kemp, but and I don't know if it's just he didn't have to, he didn't have time to throw the ball down no, the field. Now no. Zeb Nolan chucked the ball down the field, mm-hmm. only completed four out of ten, but um, they just shut David Montgomery down, and, and I think Campbell. I didn't think they could do it that way in that fashion. It was just taking uh, taking Montgomery out of the game, completely out of yeah. the game. Um, we didn't see Iowa State really attack the perimeter a ton. No. But when they was... did, Hesse would have it covered up. Mm-hmm. Hesse played really well. He, he always plays really well. It's just assignment football, set the edge, and let those linebackers yeah. make plays. Being a linebacker in the Iowa scheme is pretty good, isn't well, it? Well, this year with those guys in front of you, it certainly is. <laughs> pretty much any year. I mean, you're, yeah. you're pretty much allowed to roam By the free. way, have you seen this commercial? No. Vacation in Tel Aviv? What, you don't want to go? No. I mean, who does? It's kind of like, remember Turkish Airlines spent yeah, a lot of yeah. I wonder if the same guy that sold the Turkish Airlines on the ad package sold the Tel Aviv uh, Chamber of Commerce or <laughs> Board of Tourism. Whoever that guy is, he needs to come work over here. He's a tremendous salesperson. My God. Get it out of ESPN. Uh, ESPN. Vacation in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. You must not be the target audience they're looking for. I guess. Maybe that was an uh, added value to the package. Yeah, we'll throw you on ESPN in the middle of the day. We'll come back. Uh, We're in the middle of the day. Um, We've got Scott Dockerman coming up next. He's our only guest in the first hour. We appreciate you being here with us. Trent and I take you until 2 o'clock. We talk sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. 
Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us on Sunday, September the 16th at DMAC campus in Ankeny as we walk to fight suicide and raise awareness about mental health. Be a part of a movement turning hope into action and create a culture that's smart about mental health. Funds raised at the walks will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You can find out more by going to AFSP.org. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home. Your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Sheets, pillows, towels. Wow, your cart is overflowing. I love that I can save at Walmart on everything I need for surprise visits from the in-laws. If you love to save, switch to Walmart Family Mobile. Their unlimited plans start at $24.88 a month, all powered by T-Mobile. $24.88? Who knew? See, some surprises save you money. Learn more at MyFamilyMobile.com. Get everything you love about Walmart and mobile. Walmart Family Mobile. Always refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at MyFamilyMobile.com. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. 
With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune at about 10 minutes after the hour of 1 o'clock. Bama Bob, Trent and I will go around the Power 5 conferences in college football. And Nick Athen from ChiefsBlitz.com stops by at about late in the program. We'll recap the Chiefs. As they got off to a 1-0 start, Denver 1-0 in the division. The Raiders play tonight. Scott Dockerman writes for The Athletic. He joins us as we recap Cyhawk. Doc, I know you're a Bears fan. I got a grumpy one sitting about five feet in front of me. Um, when did you realize that Aaron Rodgers was about to do it to your Bears team again? Throughout the second half, I had that bad feeling because I've, I've only had it like every game right. they played against the Packers for the last 10 years. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, it, it had a different feel until after halftime and he came out and the Willis-Reed comparison was apt. But mm-hmm. really, to me, I was probably most frustrated when there was about two and a half minutes to go and the Bears had a third and one at the 17 and uh, run the ball. You know, you're averaging, you know, Packers don't have any timeouts. You have a running back to average five and a half yards of carry. Just run the ball, get your first down, and then you could really trim the clock. Maybe you get, maybe face a fourth down with 30 seconds left. But uh, once they kicked the field goal, I knew it was over. I knew that Rodgers was going to take him down the field. I didn't think it was going to be in one play, but uh, right. it certainly what Burke. about what about the uh, the gaff that Clay Matthews boys? Oh yeah, he kept your team in there with that unnecessary roughness on the court. Well, for a veteran player, Doc, come on, you can't make that mistake. Yeah, I mean, I, I, in today's football, you just can't be over uh, aggressive on the quarterback, and in his case, he he went too far, and mm-hmm. he should know it. I mean. I, I know in Nebraska's game against Colorado, there was a situation kind of, I mean, it wasn't the same type of player, but, you know, a pass over the middle that was overthrown. and a It's a penalty. Safety for them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and somebody tried to, I think it was from the Omaha World Herald, tried it to was. justify it. Is this a, you know, is this a penalty really? And I'm like, it's a penalty. I don't All even know why you're going. Long. Yes, yep, so it's kind of ridiculous that they're getting there. Hey, yeah. Uh, speaking of Nebraska, real quick, and then we'll get to the Cyhawk. But we got 15 minutes with you, so no rush. Um, I hope you're good time wise. Did you see much of it in the press box? Uh, here, the reason I bring it up: Scott Frost has a quarterback now. He's an injured quarterback. Adrian Martinez I did not practice this morning. Frost, I believe, is meeting with the media right now. Did you see much of Martinez? And if so, were you as impressed with him as I was? I saw a little bit. I mean, the, the game was on in our press box for, you know, a, a good quarter and a half or whatever, and he looked to be, a, you know, a competent quarterback. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Taylor Martinez from, a, 
you oh, know, back sure. in 2008, 2009, 2010, that era. And, and uh, so I think he's a very competitive kid, and, and, you know, he's got a good quarterback coach. I mean, I think he'll be fine, but, uh, yeah, I, I uh, you know, it's just a, it was a tough loss for Nebraska. I mean, uh, you know, Colorado is a, is a decent team, a competitive team, and I think, uh, you know, the Huskers, you know, have, have got an uphill climb to get to a bowl game. <laughs> To the Hawkeyes we go. And Twitter just said he's day-to-day, so he is maybe not as bad as we thought. Okay. Good, good news there, certainly, for the Cornhusker fans. Uh, let's start with the good, Doc. And uh, hard to call anything short of good. That Iowa defense in the front shutting down David Montgomery in that fashion. Doc, we had the conversation throughout the summer. You know, maybe if this defensive line is special, are they trending in your mind towards the great Iowa teams of Kirk Ferentz heading to that magical 30-sack mark. Is that what you're seeing out of this group up front? Well, yeah. I mean, I think they are. I mean, you know, this is as deep of a defensive line as Iowa's ever had. I mean, Iowa doesn't go regularly eight deep. Uh, even the years where they had Claiborne and, and Mike Daniels and those guys, they went about five deep. You know, Christian Ballard was the only player who kind of rotated in. And uh, different spots. So this is this is unique that they could go deep. That they, they could bring guys off the bench who are maybe they're you know certainly Epinez is as good a pass rusher as they have. But you know and and then they have specialists almost. You know on that on the pass rush situations. You know that's when they bring in Epineza and Chauncey Golston and they're very good athletes and they can really get to the quarterback. So I, I think this is just really. Um, you know, this defensive front and the way they shut down David Montgomery and, and in really what they were able to do was, was dominate Iowa State's offensive line, which enabled Iowa's linebackers to get to Montgomery. And where I thought the question for Iowa was going into the game was can the linebackers be in good enough position to not get faked out on every play against Montgomery? And they certainly did not. And, in fact, uh, you know, they probably overperformed what I thought they would. And, and I, I think it won uh, Jaiman Colbert a, a starting spot. You know, mm-hmm. He's on the top line now and a uh, very good athlete out of Kansas City. Came to Iowa as a safety, uh, couldn't cut any weight, and so they bulked him up the other way. And, you know, he's just everything about him to me, says Anthony Hitchens. And um, for a first game and a first start against a player like Montgomery, I don't think you could ask for anything more from, from what Colbert in the future is really bright for that guy. Hmm. Well, uh, Trent, I'm assuming when you meant the bad, you were going to go maybe to the quarterback play, and I don't know if I'd call it bad, but it's certainly not as we expected, and uh, a lot of people point out, you know, we we we, fall, we fell in love, and maybe we were sold a bill, or bought a bill of goods after the performance against Ohio State. Um, concern with Nate Stanley from where you sit, Scott Dockerman, or is that on us that we just maybe, you know, elevated him to a spot that he wasn't ready to get to yet your thoughts on the quarterback play so far two games in um it's been very inconsistent and i thought that the consistency part of it would would grow after one year and uh you know i mean we're not seeing i mean he did get a little bit above uh you know he was right at you know 50 percent passing but you know he missed some targets especially in the third and fourth quarter that just is it was surprising i mean you know he had no offense that Fan had to reach way behind him to get a, you know, to catch the ball. There were some slants he's missing. You can't miss slants, uh, you know. So I was really kind of surprised with, you know, kind of the inaccuracy that he displayed in that game. It, when I rewatched the game, though, I didn't think it was that bad um, overall. You know, I thought he did make some nice throws when they were there, but I, 
you know, that, but he was just way behind on a lot of guys, and, and you just can't have that out of your quarterback if you want to be really good. I mean, that's just that kind of inconsistency. I, you know, uh, he did have, you know, like the, the, the pass that he threw to Brandon Smith, the, the biggest play of the game was, was well thrown, and it was right there, and it was perfectly thrown and executed. But that said, you know, you just you need to see more from him. You need to see him completing in some of these games two-thirds of his passes. And, and that, was the, that was the biggest question mark of all going in. That's what Brian Ferentz is talking about. That's what we all are. When he was under 56% completion, you wanted to get him to 60 now he's hovering around 50, and that's not good. You mentioned the pass to Brandon Smith, and uh, I mentioned to Ken earlier, it almost felt like Brandon Smith let out a sigh of relief. All right, I made a big play, got that one underneath him. There feels like there's upside there, and I know I've questioned in the past as a guy that can run precise enough routes to get open, but it seemed like maybe that's something that could pat- catapult Brandon Smith forward now. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a huge exhale for him. He kind of admitted it after in the post game, and, and, and rightly so. I mean, he's a great kid, you know. And he he said, uh, you know, what did everybody? We asked him what everybody say to him. He's like, everybody was like, finally, finally, because it happens in almost every practice. Uh, it just wasn't happening in any games, and and so now that it finally happened, yeah, I mean, as it, you know, you throw out all the cliches that you know it felt like the. The, the elephant was off his back or something like that. I mean, you know, because so, that 80, you know, that 30-yard pass, I mean, it, it set up, I, you knew at that point Iowa was going to win the game. And, and it was a huge play at that time, a third down play. Um, and he needed it for his confidence. I think Stanley needed it. The offense certainly did. So now he can probably play with a little less pressure on himself, a little less stress. And, uh, you know, if Iowa can get some more production out of that position, that X receiver position, it opens up everybody else. And then it comes down to can the quarterback deliver the ball accurately. And, um, you know, and at times that, you know, maybe he's aiming too much because he's, he's too worried about drops. And I just think everybody needs to trust each other a little bit more in the passing game because if they can do that, this team's got a chance to do, you know, have some good have a good season ahead of it. So Scott Duckman from the athletic is our guest doc. Was that Matt Nelson's best game since he's moved inside? Yeah, for sure. I mean, not only the sack that he had, but you know, he just did a, such a good job of neutralizing, you know, the front, uh, Iowa state's offensive linemen. And that's what kind of the responsibility is there more for the defensive tackles is, to, you know, play that two gap technique and tie up the, the blockers and, and allow the, the linebackers to run free to the football, and he was able to do that effectively. He played low with good pad level. He was, you know, really aggressive. And, uh, you know, he's always been a good player. I mean, I think he was a four-star recruit out of Cedar Rapids Xavier, and, um, you know, and now he's finally, you know, he's healthy, you know, and he's, he's really coming along. So, yeah, that was his best game, and, and uh, you know, you, for somebody like that, you, you feel good for him because he really, you know, he's going to be a doctor someday. So, hmm. um, you know, and I think everybody's going to be, you know, he's a pretty likable kid. Talking with Scott Docterman right now from The Athletic, taking a look at the 13-3 win. Well, it's you and I this week, and you'd anticipate a win here. They haven't lost since the 1800s to the Panthers. But it looks like all eyes are on Wisconsin. 7.30 kickoff. Latest ever start time for the Hawkeyes in Kinnick Stadium. I mean, our, our the overlooked factor, it's got to be huge this week for Iowa. Wisconsin on deck, rivalry win against Iowa State. I'm sure that's going to be the conversation piece tomorrow. 
Yeah, I'm sure what we're going to hear is a healthy dose of Kirk Ferentz reminding everybody yet again about uh, the 2009 game, <laughs> which uh, mm-hmm. came down to two blocked field goals on the you know last plays of the game, and and rightly so. I mean, you and I is a good program in the state. They have beaten Iowa State with regularity and and uh, have been competitive with Iowa. I mean, even the last game, I mean, David Johnson had more than 200 yards receiving and. Um, it was a you know an eight point game, but you know Iowa's better this time around, and and you and I isn't quite as good. Iowa, does, Iowa you and I doesn't have a David Johnson on their team and and stuff. So I mean I, I'm sure there's going to be some you know try to guard you know he's going to warn his troops about guarding against any kind either a a letdown or b a leak look ahead, and, and uh, he's going to remind everybody again tomorrow in news conferences repeatedly about you and I and their program. But on the field, the way Iowa dominates the line of scrimmage on both sides, it's going to be hard for the Panthers to compete for four quarters. They might be able to hang around. You know, it might be a close game at halftime, even early in the third quarter, but the defensive line Iowa has is just going to be too much. And Iowa's defense as a whole has been really good. So, I mean, you know, nobody in the country is allowed fewer points in two games and, you know, nine sacks so far. I mean, it's just... Mm. That's going to be tough for you and I to, to contend with for four quarters. Hmm. Scott, my last thing for you: what, what do you know about this Hawkeye team that maybe you didn't know during the month of August? Hmm. I would probably, I would probably go with the cornerbacks. Uh, you know, when you lose Josh Jackson, and uh, you know, certainly, and then of course Manny Rugamba left in the summer. You know, they look like okay. This is a pretty inexperienced group. Ojemudia was a little bit up and down last year. Hankins started late in the year, but I think the way that they tackle, um, they are fierce tacklers. And, you know, there was a play, uh, you know, right there on the goal line on the first drive for Iowa State where Matt Hankins tackled, uh, I think it was Chase Allen, right there at the one-yard line, and a, and a meek cornerback allows the tight end to score, and he didn't. And he was pretty physical with that tackle, and, and it ultimately led to a field goal. And, and Ojibudia came up and had some nice sticks near the line of scrimmage. So I think the fact that they can not only play in pass coverage, but then they are very physical against the run, tells me that the secondary is is there's no real drop off despite losing several players. So I think that'd be what I would really, I know maybe more positively for the Hawkeyes so far. Christian Welch didn't play in the game coming off a concussion the week before. Jamon Colbert filled in admirably well. Both healthy. Scott Docterman, who are you starting at the will? Oh, you got to go with Jimon. I mean, he he was, you know, and he he was already on the depth chart as the number one guy, and it makes sense the way he played the other day. You can't take that guy out. I mean, this is you know, it's not like Christian Welch started for a year and had all this equity built in. I mean, that was a huge competition that went all the way down to the end. And I think they felt just a little bit more secure with with Welch, and um, you know, and, and Welch played well in the opener and had a lot of tackles and stuff, but. I was, uh, Jimon was really good against a really good player and, and against a good offense. So, no, you, yeah, and plus he's only a redshirt freshman. And if he's playing that well now, what's it going to be like with more experience next year and the year after that? So, I, I don't think you, I don't think this guy can leave the lineup. He's too good. Hmm. Doc, we'll talk to you a week from today. Thank you, Scott Dockman. We'll read you at the Athletic Boy. You guys just keep adding staff over there. I used to be able to get through the athletic in about 25, 30 minutes. Not the case anymore. Boy, oh boy. Good stuff, Scott Dockerman. The price hasn't gone up either, which is wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. And uh, yeah, we added today David Aldridge. Yeah. So if you like the NBA, 
Uh, there's your guy. He's great. It's just a great site. Thank you, Doc. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Scott Dockerman from The Athletic, as we recap Cyhawk with Doc. Delamont's coming up at 110. He sat in on the, or listened in, I guess, on the uh, Matt Campbell teleconference, Big 12, earlier today. Latest on Kyle Kemp. Good news. Uh, they're not as bad as originally thought. Not saying he's going to play this week, but we'll pick Dylan's brain on what he saw this past Saturday at about 10 minutes after the hour one. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car's broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown Des Moines. Ladies, don't miss our Friday night kickoff dinner, Women in Whiskey, featuring a five-course dinner, whiskey pairings, and great entertainment. Women in Whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor, Susan G. Komen. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Oh, yeah. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. We only got like 30 seconds, Trent. Did you watch any baseball this weekend? Very, very little. Less than an inning, probably. I was, I'm trying to think if I even watched a pitch. Yeah. Got over to the Cubs. Uh, no, and it was walking by. Somebody had it on at a tailgate. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's tough, isn't it? Well, Tuesday's yeah. Wednesday for baseball yep. and uh, Cubs and the Brewers, three-game set. Wrigley Field tonight. Remember that day off that we talked about them having on Thursday? Not going God. to happen. We'll come back with a 1 o'clock hour. Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune at 110. Bama Bob is here. So is Nick Athen. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at Sinorama.com slash IA-Urbandale. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Paying more for paint doesn't make it better paint. It just makes it more expensive. The Home Depot carries some of the highest quality paint brands in America, but you'd never know it by the price. Like top-rated Bear Premium Plus, starting at only $26.98 a gallon. Look around. You can always find a higher price, but you won't find better paint. Quality paint. Lower price. Now with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Only at The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 now and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Order now by calling 800-951-4694 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Des Moines. Oh, bud, I heard these guys live once. How was it? It was way more... Like this! This is awesome! Give them a concert experience they'll never forget. And save on the ticket. Buy two boxes of participating Big G cereals, like cinnamon...